All right, it's my turn, isn't it? Oh my gosh, this is really happening. I love this, love this. Asha, are you there? My warm, loving welcome to everyone. Hi, Q. Good day, good day, good day. I am uh, so thrilled to uh, get to do another one of these um, and um, have you um, be the narrator all day, right? You're going to sing, <laughs> dance. <laughs> Everything. I don't have to do anything. It's the Asha show now, and I can sit back. It's all over. We're we're good to go now. You will be answering a lot of questions today. Yeah, I had a feeling of that. So, um, just brilliance to you. Thank you so much for helping and supporting. And I can't um, thank all the other folks helping me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and everyone that's showing up today. It's um, it's just marvelous. Um, how incredibly um, accelerated um, our evolution is here, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. This is great. It's, it's definitely our turn. And uh, anyway, the only thing I wanted to talk about today was the lottery, so everything else is up to you. Do you really? Yeah, I did. I do. I know that's a legacy joke for some. But um, the, reason, the reason that I was um, putting time towards it um, it is quite obvious that you could you could solve uh, the world's problems if you condemned uh, the lottery systems and turned it in for the people. So, as an example, if uh, if if the 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 lottery was nine hundred million dollars this week in some state, some country, um, wouldn't it? Wouldn't couldn't we just uh, have winners every day, every hour, every week? So as an example, if there's $900 million in a, in a lottery kitty, wouldn't you just give a, make 100 people millionaires when you just do that? It just doesn't really matter what priority, uh, but just make, get, get 100 millionaires every day, every week. And, of course, that's how you destroy uh, a debt slavery system. Now, what if you could have a billion, billion, billion people put in $3 a day, and on and on we could go here. So... Uh, anyway, just want to let everyone know, if you want to go to your local lottery uh, uh, office and ask them why they don't give the money away and see if you can get a good answer out of them, because the computer is playing roulette with us. <laughs> so anyway, that's my lottery joke for today, because some people have asked me that redundantly what the lottery numbers are. And so now that's my opinion of, of the lottery. It could be for the people each and every day. And in, while using a demonic monetary system, you could still collapse it very easily. Anyway, I thought that would be a real positive way to start the show today. That's a very good point. Thank you very much and quite a solution <laughs> to implement that in the future. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, off, it's off color for sure. Uh, but I assure you, in the Babylonian times, that's how we did it. Uh, we, we just quit using... Um, the ruler's money, I and mean, then we gave it all back to ourselves. So, quick, quick suggestion: if anybody has projects around that, I'm all ears for that. Uh, the great economists that listen to spiritual shows, right? I've just actually uh, read a couple exactly along that line. Yeah. So we're all in sync. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm ready to get lambasted. Please, are you really ready? Love this. <laughs> I love this. I just love it, and. Very excited. It's it's just as entertaining for me not to know what you're going to ask me, and I just get such a thrill out of it. It it just helps me 
and, and enrich me too. And um, please, as you're inspired. Today, I would like to set the theme with the title, Our Gentle Friends from the Future. Oh, ah, this will be great. Please, please. And you are one of the main gentle friends that is here from the future. Would you like to share some of your experience of that? Yes. Um, so I guess we did touch on that a little bit um, off offline several days ago. The uh, this, this is a very, very vast topic. Um, and, and it, it does deserve a great care. And, um, uh, I feel that, uh, the audience will lead me in the future here, um, on where they want me to spend. And maybe Asha, you can coach me today too, but, uh, the short version would be, I'll start, I'll start with just within this last 80 years, um, just to keep it compartmentalized in, in a time uh, line that we uh, is fresh for all of us. But um, it's, it's very dear. This is a very dear um, topic, very emotional for me because it, 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 has, it has a tremendous amount of, of individuals involved um, in your reality and outside your reality. And... Um, understanding getting a basis for what this universe is, is, is very tricky for me to explain. And it, it is um, going to be more common and common for all of us to recognize that there is no such thing as time and there's no such thing as space. And, and that, that uh, th this recording that you keep participating with potentially uh, in our timelines, our, what we're calling history, are very uh, repetitive and very redundant to me coming from the outside coming in. So nothing's really changed here in what you are measuring time with, number one, and how you perceive time in this type of human body. So for me, um, um, 2,000 years ago was four minutes ago. Um, and I, more and more people are understanding that, that you can, you can be all of these things that you're calling past life are actually real lives right now. And the more we start looking within ourselves to, to study those words I just gave, everybody's been everything many times, except here in the last, I'm just going to keep it at 80 years, you keep doing it over and over and over again in a different body, in a different uh, sequence of events, maybe, but for the most part, you're not leaving. And all of your timelines, really, for the last 2,000 years, uh, have been um, manipulated by you not leaving here. And so it's a very long subject. Um, and I've said it a lot, uh, that storyline. In any event, from that, from that, um, that backbone there, if you will, the uh, spine of that information. What we did as a collective, and many of the people calling, uh, excuse me, listening, uh, will maybe have a recollection of that too, because uh, there wasn't just just me. But 
the short version would be when we um, evolved into what we might call a degraded human and or a manipulated human, this type of human, um, we looked a lot like um, uh, uh, what you all are calling a gray alien, which is uh, not an authentic definition. So what you're seeing now in your timeline is some folks that are attempting to turn you into what is a gray alien. So um, that's just the easy conversation. It's a very, very vast subject when I say that, but I'm, it's for the ease of communication. So uh, there are some individuals on this planet off this planet that want to turn you into an incredibly knowledgeable, uh, very, very, very intelligent, physically weak being and um, compartmentalize and utilize your unbelievable godlike skills. And that is your ability to create. So if I can get creators who don't fight back, that that's one agenda of many, many. Um, with with that um, understanding, as as we uh, progressed through the evolution of a version of humans, the 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 way we did it as a collective, that agenda was successful. And uh, even on this planet, uh, time travel is very a very common uh, regenerating um, uh, cells cutting and pasting cells, regenerating a, a body is very easy to do here. And that's, that's one, of, one of the great, great tools we're going to have in the future here is regenerating your body, resetting the time clock, all sorts of things uh, with your NATO and your DNA. Um, in any event, uh, there was a collection of us um, that decided to come back in time and get ahead of that timeline, and that is today. Uh, and when we came here, it would be representative of uh, uh, late 40s, mid 50s. Uh, I'll be careful with those dates. They're a little, they're a little revolving because there's there's touch and goes here, trying to negotiate with many world leaders and get really understand the crux of our democracy, uh, our politics, with with taking great care that this this version of humans has no idea as as a collective what time travel is, what time is, uh, what our universe is. So again, our universe is unique in that it has everything, everything, which means that it's all happening simultaneously. There's no, so as you create, there's no boundaries. There's no, um, there's no, let's say, deliberation. You just go whenever you, wherever you go, wherever you want, nothing to stop you. Um, there's, there's, there's the highs, there's the lows, there's duality, there's the beautiful days. It has every, when I say everything, zero limitations. There's, there's no, there's no referees, there's no judges, there's, there's just go. Everything, simultaneously. And so as we get more comfortable with that, um, you'll see that the, the, the opportunity there was to show humanity where they may be going at least on this planet, if they continue down the same road, and that is to um, uh, remove um, a type of genetics from you that uh, allows you to reproduce in a standardized uh, mammalin, if you like. 
uh, with with that, um, you can say the key target was air, places like Area 51. So as um, we'll call us Little Grays, when we came to Area 51, we came to offer after tremendous amount of conversations, politics, all sorts of things around the world. When we came to Area 51, it was to uh, transfer uh, tremendous knowledge to what was perceived as uh, a very good place to start, which uh, its legacy, Area 51, that geography, was a collaboration center for every race in the universe as you visit planet. And the legacy races here uh, created a very nice place to have these conversations when you have, let's say, developing developing species and so forth. So this was a nice neutral place. This is a nice place to um, ask permission before you interrupt a society. So some of those items on Star Trek example, you, you don't disturb a developing uh, species would be a standard unspoken truth. You participate with them. And that, of course, is what we're all doing. We're all participating with one each other. So it's nice to get a buy-in before you bring in tremendous technology that's going to change the evolution. Ask permission. So if you come to Earth, who would you ask permission to what you perceive to enhance and improve humanity? Who Who is it that would make that... Uh, who would... Who would you ask, Asha, on planet Earth? I thought if you had an idea how you wanted to improve humanity, who would you ask if it would be okay to bring some technology to do that? The presumed highest consciousness. Right. So you'd, you'd, you'd find the, 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 the most adept consciousness, and, of course, that would have been Area 51 and other places because um, that's where the other other really highly evolved beings were. Uh, yet uh, what occurred um, when transferring this information was um, uh, some people sitting in the background, we'll call them, and observed our progress over several years and abducted the programs. So one of those programs is, is um, the gateways to consciousness outside of your reality, outside um, your dimension, frequency, whatever words you like there, so that you could you could see what you are very quickly, having universal knowledge uh, before you get it organically was the agenda. Excuse me. So it, wouldn't you think it would be great help if you had the history of the universe for everyone to experience and express and observe? Wouldn't that have been, been of help to humanity? Absolutely. Right. And so that was the real goal. And, and, and then undoubtedly, there's tremendous amount of engineering and, and technology, t- technologies that would complement the technologies already here. And of course, we see what's happened is the, some bad guys observed our progress and process for delivering this to the world in a way that is digestible and not a shock to society. And with these nefarious folks watching our progress then took over the program uh, from some very, very good people. And you could probably, in America, you could probably compartmentalize that timeline uh, around the uh, Eisenhower days. And so that's basically when the, the system started getting abducted. And I'll be careful not to use all the three little agency names, but we might, you might as well say all the three little agency names because they all had corruption in, in every level. 
And you're starting to see its evidence today, wouldn't you say? Yes. And let's make it clear that Eisenhower was a white hat and he had no choice. Yeah. So that's a very tough place to be in for him. I I can go in endless detail about that. But um, when even though the president of the United States looks uh, like it has a lot of keys to the farm, they really don't. And when you're in a position, um, the, the, the labyrinth of the people who took over that system were very organized then and still are today in some respects uh, globally, not just the, the goal was not America. America was just the workhorse for many, many objectives. Um, and uh, of course uh, the most of the, uh, certain type projects were generated out of some of these technologies and and so forth, and and so of course you saw them proliferate, proliferate around the world. So that's just a small small uh, portion of the agenda there. Uh, time travel, of course, and and uh, multi dimensional um, and or portal construction. So the bad guys really liked the idea of taking over uh, the material the information, the scientists, engineers. Um, it, it's a very, very vast subject. Go on a very long time about that. But uh, what they really uh, struggled with, in, in which they desired tremendously, was um, multidimensional travel. Very difficult to do if you're a lower frequency being. You you stay in your frequency, and that's that's the crux of it. And that's what you're experiencing here on planet Earth. You have to actually participate as the being in the frequency to actually experience this frequency. It's a very long story, very, very in-depth story. In any, uh, the short version, again, is we came here to save humanity from itself. And um, we survived quite a while. I'll, I'll only talk about the Area 51 place now. There's many others. But when we came here, the technology, of course, in the vessels, um, the vessels are uh, fantastic compared to the technology up here. So, uh, as you in, as you dream and envision a location, you can act, the the vessel will take you there. As an example, and you've heard me talk about how I trained Billy when he was the commander there. Um, the The opportunity there was really to uh, physically show key people what you're going to turn into. And explain to them that I used to look just like you, and now I look like this because of what you're doing to your civilization now with your biosphere, nuclear weapons, food, water. Um, they want to turn you into a little frog that has incredible creative power um, would be the short version. And uh, they don't want you to reproduce and so forth. And so a lot of your birth control systems now are an example of that. So if you're putting IUDs in your in your daughters, that's that's the stepping stone for the next generation, next generation, next generation. So they're not they're they're always working about now that once they got that technology, they're always working uh, on hundred year cycles, and you can you can actually see it playing out in your timelines now. Every hundred years, we have an interesting little event, a recreation of of finance, anything to keep us dancing. Every hundred years is a pretty good number for them, and they'll change it one way or the other. And so when you you did have the ability to look into the future, um, 
uh, that helped uh, the agendas and the goals of what, what we could digest as a society and engineer as a society. So um, as an example, you see a project like CERN as its intrinsic value, um, but it also had a, the science was hidden very well what its real purpose was, and that's, of course, to create portals. Um, unsuccessfully, we can argue, um, but uh, that's not going to slow them down either. So, FYI. Um, so, any, anyway, the reason you got a lot of that material leaked to you is um, there, there was, uh, it was a requirement for these nefarious folks to disclose this information or else, and the or else is, um, we'll disclose it for you. And there's a tremendous amount of teams that, that will do that. <clears throat> so when they made tapes of us as what we're calling gray, little gray aliens, which are really hybridized humans, um, they concurrently made uh, slaves underground to do the manufacturing of more genetics, which were gray aliens uh, that used to be humans. And they, made, they, they gave them different skills. Um, still very intelligent, but maybe a little bigger, a little stronger. Uh, so it's a genetic manipulation program is what's predominantly underground here for each ascension cycle. And it's very aggressive now. And that's the result of, of what we're calling cloning. Um, and so now once, once you understand how to engineer consciousness, spirit coming and going from physical body, that was ultimately their, their greatest, um, great, greatest tool. And then the folks that are, of course, um, here to help uh, engineer that are our time travelers as well. And so uh, I think you do a pretty good job. I think uh, for the people dot space does a pretty good job of that explaining that these, these folks have an agenda here and many other places if they can get away with it. And that is just to just control and engineer genetics that are preferred um, while giving, <laughs> giving themselves enhancements. So uh, that's that's the short version. But anyway, so most of us who came to Area 51 and other places were here to trans give humanity a taste of the future and, and make sure that's what they want to do uh, while giving them universal knowledge before they get it organically through an ascension cycle or self-expression, uh, self self-realization of, of yourself. So everyone can get all their universal knowledge back organically just working with themselves. Uh, but uh, these gateways, what you're calling the QPOS, as an example, were there to help you get, get uh, universal knowledge. And, and so there was many, many, there's a lot of politics around that statement because if you knew what was outside here and what you were like before you were here, um, great, it is assumed that there would be a great revolution of throwing in the towel for humanity. And so many arguments, even on the, the dark side, is if I can keep you suppressed and not aware of it, I can get you to keep going to work every day and engineer the outcome and the, 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 the future that they want. And so, of course, a gateway would help that and let us determine and, and make our, up our own minds. And, of course, there are several council, which you're calling Galactic Federation, uh, initiatives there and agendas. So that's the short version that most of the the little frog gray aliens that you, you, you assume are at Air 51 were intentionally there because 
uh, was um, a way to come and negotiate the evolution of this type of human before it turns into what I just explained. And, and great, great care went into the words I just said. And uh, now you're seeing the beginning of what we came to educate you on and the evolution of man. Um, and I'll finish with this, Sasha. The, the reason this is so important is they're, they've, gotten, they've gotten real close here now. And now it's up to us to decide how we want to deal with this. Um, uh, you can see that um, we're able to talk about it. Uh, that's your first clue. So what are, what are we going to do with this version of humans is up to us now. And you, we've, there's enough suppression of the bad guys now where we get to decide. Um, it's very, very important. And we're doing really well. Um, because you're right on the ascension shoulder here. And the bad guys, we'll call them really don't understand how we do the ascension cycle and we offer them a solution because we can get out of here and they can't. And so that's all of this is about the, the area 51 is nothing more than an example of a spiritual evolution and, or the spiritual war, if you might on planet earth for competition of a gene genetics that is preferred. Hope that was a good start. Not much to say there is there. <laughs> Very valuable information. Thank you, Q. Now, your team sent some ships to Russia and China. There was quite a bit of success in Russia. Would you like to share why that was? Right. So now you can start seeing your politics and your democracy of the last eight. So your, your democracy was pretty solid uh, back in the fin. I, I guess I should call it my ours. Um, it, was fair, it, was, it was humming along because of the industrial revolution was just cranking and everybody's prosperous. Of course, start a few more wars. Everybody gets rich when you have wars. Anyway, um, you know, decision-making process is pretty smooth in your law, your legal system, so forth. Um, and, but you can also see the politics of the other vessels that were come into this world. There was a great competition for disclosing this information. And of course, um, the, the legacy bases, the ancient, uh, what you might call off-planet or really on-planet bases, the legacy inhabitants of this planet, those Russian bases were um, far more benevolent back then, I'd say, and, but stuck to themselves. They were very evolved, uh, still here today, um, right around the Barents Sea and so forth. Uh, I'll, I'll be careful not to pinpoint it, but you, you have enough information in Russia. Uh, now you can see why there's always been a great... Uh, theater about the Russians are coming. Well, they have all this information and they're ready to go. And they've been ready to go for a very, very long time. And um, at times um, you could say that that, that version of genetics is very, um, very sought after too. So most um, Russians have been through a lot with their underworld, their, their economies that ran parallel well, that's exactly what's happened in America. You're just now seeing it. Well, in Russia, they've been living with the underworld uh, crimes just for this exact topic. So you had a you had a tremendous amount of folks there, and their policy said, "Let's just get this out in the open." And you'll even you could even argue China too. Um, at some points in time, <clears throat> there were some positive measures there, 
of course, now uh, I would say China is a great, great example of some of the greatest um, advanced cloning wars. Uh, definitely, definitely got a good foothold there. Uh, not afraid to say it out loud a thousand times. The uh, the reason uh, that's important is all of your politics now um, actually shows you your global politics actually shows you that this is a just a genetic war, a genetic manipulation agenda, and disclosure um, for universal knowledge. So uh, that that's it in the short version. Russia wants to give you the keys, and the deep state doesn't want you to have the keys. That it's especially technology. You'll you'll probably remember something sneaked out, you know, decades ago about um, uh, satellites going to the sun and coming back. That was a good good swath of people over there trying to to show you, hey, we're gonna we're gonna give everybody the keys here if you don't don't bring it around. And then of course something dramatic will happen to those people or the politics associated with it. So. Um, you should be able to find legacy information where a satellite went to the sun and came back. Uh, that was a, if, if you got that information, that was a torpedo across the bow of the bad guys. So how, if the sun's hot, how come we could send a satellite into the sun and back? And of course the sun is not hot and that, that's what, that's, that's the, that's the little pot shots that was going on back then. So I'll leave it at that. And if you could steer me, that'd be great. Thank you. And just to add on that, as you have pointed out before, if the sun is hot, why is it colder as we go higher up and closer to the sun? Very good point you've made. Yeah. So, yeah, we have to get used to the fact that your, your eyes, um, your eyes are tricking you when you're in this atmosphere. So the scale in which is outside of this atmosphere is completely different than the way you're perceiving it in this type of eye. So hope that helps. Always helpful. Thank you. When we're talking about Russia, if we watch the Russian news, the true news, we see glimpses of the success of your gray alien visit because there's a lot more peace no matter how antagonized they become. Now, you're not going to see that in the American news because it's all propaganda, but the choices that have been made over there have stopped war many, many times. Would you like to comment on that? Yeah, very good. Thank you very much. That's very valuable. Um, the Some of the videos you might catch of us being interviewed in, in what's perceived as interrogations, um, those were, it wasn't always the case at Area 50. I'll just compartmentalize this in Area 51. It wasn't always the case. Um, there was there was good collaboration at times. It wasn't all. It was only towards the end where they tortured us tremendously, and um, basically just put truth serums in us and anything and everything. But it was pointless because they have a conscious gateway, so they're just validating it. Anyway, the um, the uh, the abilities we had in that in that vessel. Um, the reason you're never going to get probably the the accurate videos is because we could we could enlighten you just by a simple gaze. So those eyes were the eyes and our abilities are very powerful, and so I could I could make somebody instantly enlightened just by looking at them. And they hid 
they also hid my voice, my harmonics, and, and the rest of them. So any recording you get, you're not hearing my voice. And you should be able to tell it's me in, in several of the recordings I've seen, but you have to use your discerning abilities, of course. So they hid harmonics. They understood that we could enlighten you because we came from a, a, a future uh, space in time on planet Earth and a higher frequency, too. So the whole goal, of course, the nefarious side was to get to the higher frequencies in a collection of individuals that you control, as this, as this example. So I came from a higher dimension in a physical body to a lower dimension. So that's instantly going to enlighten everybody. And that's why they kept us in compartments, because everywhere we, we would go, we would work with the military. And, of course, they'd go through the enlightenment process. So they had to get on top of that, too. And so that is part of your question regarding regarding um, why why we were so good at peacekeeping. Because when you we would come in the room, it would probably be perceived as euphoric. Everyone would settle down. It's just it would just be a room of love. Um, some people are able to experience that with me now, and I'm able to experience that with many people here now. And so it's, that was the, the crux of it. If we could just get into your reality, participate in your reality, uh, the percentage of our light coming through physicality would just create a bonfire of enlightenment. And so that, that was a component of that. That's very wise of you that you're aware of that. Thank you for sharing that. And also with the Russian language, you know, language is quite important. Their language is very heart-based so it's much more challenging for them to be rooted in the mind than it is for those who speak English. Would you agree with that? Q, are you still there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that question? The Russian language itself, it's very heart-centered. The, the words all have a meaning that combine us as we more than individuality. So we're always considering each other when we're speaking Russian. And it seems to keep people more based in their heart and therefore more able to receive your light. Would you agree with that? So um, the, the all of the languages here have been diced up. And then the English language is the most obvious um, coercion involved in it. But, um, you know, if you look at uh, legacy Native American languages, the consonants um, have a diff different purpose, have a better purpose, per se, in de description and so forth. And the Russian language, in, in many respects, does, does mimic the continuation of harmonics when they go to describe information. Make sense? And so you get more, you get more transmission from your heart, not, not the entire language, of course, but there's more opportunity there, wouldn't you say? Yes. Very good example. Thank you. And if anyone is interested in watching the video we're speaking about, they can go to forthepeople.space and go under conversations with Q and there will be a post there underneath the Area 51 Q on Area 51, and it's called EBE. -E. And you can see the video we're speaking about. If you get near to the end of that video, you're going to see more of Q's authentic resonance because what they did is they put sort of a Darth Vader voice 
over top of his speaking. And you can tell it's projected because it also overlays part of the interrogator. So his voice comes across as Darth Vader-ish a little bit too. But near the end of the video, there's much more capacity to see the heart center of the gray alien that was Q at that time. Yeah, and so the, you gotta you gotta remember they had all the all the technology of your modern movies back then. They've they forged the dates too, uh, so don't get too caught up. And some of the effects uh, are all const- c- computer constructed, but they were uh, the, the individuals that that did this. They were required to put it out. So to, depending on where you are on, in in media and on the planet, um, that's all. Uh, that that was a uh, d- deliberate disclosure from the bad guys because if they didn't um things they they wouldn't have gotten this far down the road so now those days are over of course and uh anyway that's the purpose of those videos originally thank you starting from a, a beginning point that may be very helpful for people would you please describe what creates the illusion of time. Yeah, that's just great. I was get so it's it's tough for people to see themselves in another body. Uh, number one, and I, everyone will get more comfortable with it, um, and e- even more uncomfortable with how could I overlap what is perceived as the same timeline? So how could I be a gray alien? Um, uh, one of the Kennedys or more, and Osho, and the physical body I'm in now, et cetera, et cetera. How could I be five to ten different individuals in a, in a sequence of events that looks like in the same lifetimes? Well, you all are doing it too. I'm just the only one that knows it's, I'm doing it. And so we, we need to get comfortable that there's no such thing as time. We're just able to go in and out of bodies um, at will would be normal for us. And I'm an example of it because of where we're at in the ascension cycle, partly, and that I'm a light. I don't come from your uh, dimensional reality. I'm visiting, so I know I'm dreaming, and I'm dreaming with you. Would be one way to look at it. So everyone's dreaming with me, but they don't know they're dreaming. Might be one way to look at it. Very good. Very good point. So you also put placeholders into some of those bodies. So for example, RFK and JFK had a placeholder for your light. We could imagine, let's say there's a bunch of bottles. Some bottles have the top screwed on tight and some bottles have the capacity to receive water. So those receptive bottles are going to be receptive to your light and hold some of it while you've got most of your light in another body. Would you describe it differently? No, that's well, really well done. Um, it, maybe a signature card you might want to look at it that way, or there's a there's a we could describe it many different ways. But um, our the, the way the the Merkaba works is it it looks at a, its pattern recognition basically. So everyone's is a, it look, might look the same. You know, all snowflakes kind of look the same. But they don't, they all have a little uniqueness to them. So that's what you just explained is um, our excitement through our, our Merkaba, if you will, if you want to compartmentalize it, it 
it already knows where, why, how instantly. It just doesn't have any, it doesn't have any, um, let's say, uh, it, it doesn't contemplate. It just goes. And that's, that's how that works. And so if you want to call it placeholders, I'm comfortable with that. But they're already here for you. And that's some of the genetic um, op- manipulation opportunities. That's what these uh, geneticists have figured out is if I can just standardize a place for these folks to go and they don't really know that they keep jumping in and out of a similar matching, um, in this case, barcodes, um, that's how they're, that's how they're recycling uh, spirits. And so uh, that, that's how it's done in the short version. You, you came very well prepared. I commend you. Thank you. Also, it's very challenging for people to imagine all it is, existence with no beginning, no ending, with a linear mind, because our mind sees past, present, future. So if we could imagine that we live in this moment, and this moment, we could be dead or alive or sick or healthy, but it's always this moment, and it's always us. So let's say we're all holding the excitement to have adventure. And within all of that excitement, we have a movie that we're excited about. And we want to play all the parts in that movie. And before we know it, we're holding a DVD of that movie that has the whole movie from beginning to end. And we can look at that entire movie or we could slow it down and look at different segments of it. So let's say we've got that DVD. And we realize because we're in a universe where all possibilities exist, there's been some dark forces that are manipulating our movie. And we want to dive back into that movie and see if we can use our creativity to bring the movie into an inspired new chapter that feels better to us. Would you like to speak about that? Wow. I don't know what to add to that. That's, that's beautiful. Um, yeah, the what, another way maybe to look at it is if uh, an original vinyl uh, record, uh, it's obviously a spiral, and you can start the record over, or you can you can go all the way to the end. It doesn't. It, it you're just unlimited in your ability to go forward and backwards. So uh, I I think you explained it beautifully. Um, you can cut and paste your your movie. Um, it may be another way to look at it. I, I want to start at the middle of the movie. I don't really want to start at the beginning or the end, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's, it's unlimited in our ability to create the future we want. If you want to put it in a, in a, in a, some kind of linear fashion, it, it, you're just, you just can't, you can't really say a starting the beginning. It's all happening at once. And that, that's what's so massively, incredibly uh, complementary to our power. And so the game, the game is really simple. If I can get you to create and you don't know you're a creator, that, that's all that's been going on here for the last 80 years. And your favorite bird was singing while you were sharing that. So beautiful. I know. I, those are our peeps. Um, we were... Uh, we had some great calls this last week on Project Review with Q, and um, 
I want I, all the all the people that want to save the animals is just brilliant projects. By the way, I can't wait to do that this sh- that that show here this this great fine day. But um, I wanted to remind everybody, you know, we do have translators for all of our all life here, and so one of the technologies that was given to this planet is, of course, conscious gateways. Well, that doesn't mean just humans. It doesn't mean just aliens. It doesn't mean it means air molecules. It means trees. It means birds, animals. So uh, you you are the technology you have here is you could have a translator on your body, and you could swim with the dolphins, and they'll tell you, "Get me the hell out of SeaWorld," and now, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You're going to be able to talk to animals just like I do. It's not it's not really that fantastic. They all. They'll speak to us now. We're just not listening, of course. So these translators are going to be very valuable coming forward because you're going to see some animals that are far more intelligent than humans in, in at least working with their consciousness. Um, just look how a school of fish swim together, birds fly together. They're all communicating with each other very easily, right? So uh, that's very exciting for me to see the translators are, are going to be uh, uh, prevalent to you along with the universal translators. So just that subject alone is, 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 um, is going to be tough for uh, pe- some people who haven't done their work, right? And others, it's going to be just an absolute beautiful party of rejoicing, of us all connecting again, all of us, the water singing us, to us, the air molding to our inspiration, our excitement. It's what we're used to. We're dancing in heaven right now as we get more of our abilities back. What do you say to that? I love it. And that is exactly what it feels like to live outside of the mind, outside of dimensions or measurements and in the infinite existence of all that is in the now, one exciting adventure after the next. So that will help tremendously. Yeah, it, it's so it's so awesome to see so many people floating now, and they don't care about the past anymore. And of course, that's all mind energy. So, you, 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 we we we've had fun talking about time. So you can actually see that's a very strong agenda here is to get us as long as the the, the folks that I concern myself with the most are the ones that keep us talking about the past, as you know. Although uh, we we can learn from our past, there's no doubt about it. But we don't have to stay there. We 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 can choose our next choice uh, as it comes from the heart. With all of our our bird friends today, um, we'll make that happen. What you just said the the excitement of of nature is it's just flawless. It just you you can't can't deny it. The only th- problem with nature is is mankind. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just do so well on this planet. There's just no, this is a living library, as you, you've heard me say a thousand times. It's an incredible biosphere, and uh, I'm very optimistic about humanity. And I, I commend you for how prepared you came today. Uh, I knew I was going to get it pretty good today. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, and I love what you just said because creativity is exactly what brings us in the infinite now moment we we cannot be creative and be in the past it's impossible that's correct um i guess it just doesn't have any boundaries if we would it, it is my great encouragement it does, creativity doesn't have any ba- boundaries so 
um, we don't die per se, and we just continue creating um, would be the stock answer. But, yeah, thank you for that question. Oh, you're so welcome. Now, there were a few things on the video that could have been troubling for people because there, there is a dark agenda. And what we've just been speaking about is absolutely the answer to move beyond that. Because let's say we've got that DVD that the dark keep on manipulating to keep us within their reach because they need us to have an experience. And to be in our creativity, to live with our excitement, we are out of their reach. And it's really that simple. Yes, I agree. So the um, that's why the the old, I mean the news, <laughs> was created. The television was created. The screens were created to uh, in, indoctrinate you to sustain the past. So um, you see these uh, the many many noble podcasters um, with with the greatest intentions are are sustaining them. Um, so that's why they're able to do it. They can talk about anything that's been disclosed because if you know about it, you actually don't know anything um, to some degree. When you use your heart, you can actually, you can actually sift out the truth and fiction um, with all, all knowledge. And what you're gonna, once, you, once you get that far, you're going to learn that if we just keep talking about the same old things, disclosure, disclosure, disclosure is an example, that's fine for the bad guys. They love it. They're like, yeah, now we'll, number one, we know what they're talking about. Number two, they're talking about the things we, we, we disclose to them. And three, they're talking about the past. As long as you're not proactively creating a future through inspiration, everything's going fine. And, and I'll use some AI to help you with that. And so now I have a self-governing, self-governing um, guard, uh, and I can I can do a lot of things without even having to uh, get involved per se, because the AI is going to do it for me. Uh, that's one one version of what AI does, but that that's it in a nutshell. If I can keep you on these screens and keep talking about the things I disclosed to you, I I know where you're going. I know what you know. Uh, because you're not using your heart to, to figure things out. You're you're just reading and getting visual effects is maybe one way to look at it. Does that help a little bit? Excellent. And we have to actually laugh at the word disclosure <laughs> because it's dis as in disrespect, close as in shutting the door, blocking information. So it's uh, not giving any information because the people are disrespected. So Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, rest- yeah, shown man die dimensions. Um, yeah, it's a fabulous trick. It's it's really fun. Um, my my favorite disclosure though is is Christopher Columbus discovering America. Don't you think that's the best disclosure we've ever had? <laughs> disclosure, yes. Yeah. So the new world. That's that's what this is, right? So. Depending on who you are, yes. Yeah. Yep. So let's take some of the incredible truths that our loving friend from the future gave us in the video, which might sound like we're talking about the past, but what we're talking about is what stopped us from having a creative 
moment in the now and in the future. So we'll take some of what he said and we'll see how can we apply our creativity to overcome it. So one of the things that he really focused on was dogma. How would you apply human creativity to overcome dogma? Uh, very good. Um, perceptions, uh, installed perceptions might be one way to look at them. Um, you've inherited uh, beliefs, inherited beliefs that weren't self-created might be another way to frame it. Um, are you going to play that video today or just let people go and drill into it? Yeah, um, might be good if people could go at their own pace and just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 um, if you if you go slow with it, and yeah, put it in compartments, uh, depending on which video you have there, but, uh, should be able to mimic what I'm saying today, or at least get you a, a good perspective that everything is happening at once. At least that that was. Uh, some of those videos, uh, interrogations were tough because I already know that they're not going to put it out in its entirety and they'd already started in the torturing process. So, um, but for the most part, you should be able to get some pretty good, pretty good information out of it. And I think you're right, Asha, is you, you may want to go slow, uh, but it's too late if you've made it uh, on the webpage for the people.space. <laughs> you, the, the web page has uh, done a very thorough job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And with the video, there are a lot of ways to interpret what uh, our beautiful friend there is is sharing. So really feel in your heart what, because some of it can be perceived as negative or hopeless, and it's not at all. It's It's because we don't perceive properly through our heart if the mind takes the information it's going to seem hopeless and it's not hopeless whatsoever so if you feel down at all when you hear some parts of that video uh open your heart to the other opportunities that those statements might mean yeah so um what when you watch the video what's the most what what is what has been the most um um help to you or we're 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 you're so advanced but um maybe you get something out of it watching some of those videos what what brings what helps you or what what knowledge did you extrapolate from it great question it's interesting because what might be the most disturbing to others i found very inspiring because one of the things that our, our beautiful friend said was that existence doesn't care what happens. And what that really means from my perspective is there is no death. There, there is no beginning and end. So there's nothing to worry about. We, we exist always. And this is an experience of creativity. And we always have our full abilities when we dive into that would you like to share what that means to you yes hang on just a second
there is a chance the mermaid wants to call in. Sorry about that. Um, uh, speaking of genetic mapping, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, you're a good example too, Asha. Your your genetics had a placeholder for yourself, and obviously, um, you remember you have relationships you remember through your creative force, harmonics, whatever. What um what you can what can what, when you look at yourself using you as an example what, why would you have these relationships why would you remember me or somebody else if if that wasn't already built into your massive knowledge center and w- that is the knowledge center is is in that that's why we're so coveted if you will this version of humans is because we can do self recognition that all that is all that will ever be is what is happening through you and one of those placeholders for us key key observations we might make is that we've had past lives well for me it doesn't that's not what i would say we we get to do whatever we want be whatever we want whenever we want would be the way i would frame that does that help no oh, that's beautiful thank you and that's such a good example because to recognize you and the mermaid it, my heart just exploded where I, I i didn't even feel like i was in the same body because of the the feeling the experience of feeling your spirit so when we're in that sort of experience, the mind is completely helpless to lead us astray. So in what's happening in the world right now, when we feel what really excites us or who really excites us and why they really excite us, then we get we grow more and more discernment and more and more light. And this is part of how we overcome dogma, because dogma is something some authority told us was the truth without us having a say in it. So to overcome that, we completely go into our heart with what excites us. Yeah, so um, it's we we have an opportunity to be more comfortable with um that that frequency bands that we recognize each other that that's that should be really comforting for all of us um a lot of people call them soul family soul groups i'm not i'm not sure i care for that model because it still has restrictions there but there, there's some truth to that um it, for me it's uh, the space and time we're holding repetitively is where we get that recognition of, of maybe a soul family spirit family if you like and so that's, you know, I, I've had many people over the years stop me and say, I can't believe you're here again. And I didn't talk to them. They, they can just recognize us. That's, that's, that would be a natural ability to recognize um, frequencies that we're used to associating with. Um, but you could see it. Many people, they, they get their clear assistance, we might call it, uh, whatever woo-woo terms you like in the human body, clairvoyance, clair, clair audience. Uh, let's see, let's think of another one. Um, your, your imaginary, your, your projection system um, will, will help you. And many times recognize um, that, that statement you've made. Now, why do we recognize each other? Cause we're all one. We're all from the same. We're all, we're, we're all one now in compartments of individuality it's it's absolutely a thrill to be able to do this it's 
quite quite amazing. We can do this, and and tomorrow be an eagle, or or be a tree. Um, I can go on all day about it, but I'm going to end up at the same 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 statement. All it is is all it is. Everything, every single thing is everything, and so you can, there's no limitations to this universe. It's quite it's quite unique and. Even I get tired of saying it, but I, I'll do it until we understand it. We're all dreaming. We're all dreaming in a particular type of body. Hope that helps. That helps so much. And one of the things that happens when we remember each other from our hearts, we remember the experience of that love. So we remember it's unconditional. We would be there to to die for each other. We would do anything to help each other. We would always be there under all circumstances, which erases with the dark has tried to dogmatically put into our mind, which is we're all alone, no one cares, it, this is hopeless, and you might as well just stay home and pay your bills. It's just the opposite when you start to live from your heart and remember and re-experience, rather, the beings that we have interacted with from our heart before. And, and that's the true experience of, let's call, life or spirit or light is absolute harmony and peace and love and oneness. Yes. Uh, it's it, The word faith might have some relativity. I mean, how do you find the faith in yourself when um, the mortgage is due, et cetera, et cetera? Um, I, I ask you how, do you, how do you do it? And other than doing it, you just... Do what you prefer, and that, that's why I'm doing these radio shows. If, if we would all just do what we prefer, it would actually take the tablecloth off the table, and the dishes are going to fall down. No problem. Um, but but maybe for me, that's what needs to happen immediately, is just take the Band-Aid off, and it's coming off anyway. Everyone's getting the truth, whether they like it or not. I, I guarantee you that, and you're seeing it play out right now. And, and it's also a clue why we're getting so much uh, rope, so to speak, uh, is because uh, we we offer a lot of solutions, and we're it's it's real. This is a really fun time now. Now the swing for this version of humans, in my assessment, is very dramatic, and uh, the great competition for our for our excitement is 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 exciting in itself, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely! It's, this is the fun part. We're at the fun part. And to look at, I love what you just said, because when we're in our head in what has blocked us, we don't have that heart connection where we feel safe and loved and like there's always someone there to support us. So we get into something where we feel like we need to please each other or uh, do things we don't want to do. And that leads to from my experience, that can lead to something else our dear friend from the future brought up, which is buying into objective facts, meaning not not seeing what is true and believing something we're told, like, okay, this is a banana when they're holding up an orange. That's what's happening right now. They're telling us something is true. It goes against everything in our being. But in order to be a good person, we have to agree and say, oh, oh yes, the, the emperor has no clothes. There was a piece of artwork we just saw. <laughs> it went for something like $400,000 and it was empty space. 
that was sold and someone purchased it and published that they purchased it. You know, this is the insanity we've come to to try and impress each other because we're not in our heart. And that's a true story. That is a true story. Someone bought a piece of nothing. Okay, wait a minute. Everything's a true story, though. So, yeah. see, I'm not funny anymore. Not fun. I've got to get some new material. It's, uh, it's a true story. Everything is possible, right? So I can keep you, I can keep you dancing a little bit. That's the, what you just explained. Um, what, how do you feel uh, is, uh, if we compartmentalize some of this material, th- th- this is what's really fun for me. If we look at dogma as what one of the key stakeholders, um, I always look at our children as um, the greatest opportunity to remove dogma. But, you know, we have a lot of folks that are, are not in school anymore and they're out in, in the world and some will never go to school and still are affected by dogma because of their interrelations with society. What do you, what do you feel other than for the people dot space, obviously is a good, good place to start and BBS radio, of course, (laughs) but what, what else removes dogma organically without needing a tool outside of us? What, What would you suppose that would be? Well, that's a great question, especially without needing a tool outside of ourselves. Uh, Many of us might remember when we were younger, when we felt invincible and we wanted to dress up. We wanted to uh, go outside in nature and play. We wanted to ride our bicycle as fast as we could because there was this inner excitement. And we had more, this might be the incorrect word, but more... mm, Pride, like pride in how we would want to present ourselves in terms of uh, we might want to comb our hair before we go outside. And what we see happening today is sort of the worst, the worst people could look, the more they get on the cover of a magazine. And this is no judgment. It's just, uh, you know, there's a story about Rabindranath Tagore and he was going on a walk with Gandhi and Gandhi, of course, showed up right on time and uh Tagore said, oh, I'll be right with you. And he went into the bathroom and he was in there for half an hour. And of course, Gandhi was very punctual and he was upset. He said, what are you doing? And he said, well, I have a responsibility to the public. I must look good because it affects their morality. It affects how they see the world. And I must present myself with the most grace to do my part for humanity. So the more we do our part to present ourselves as just the best we could be the, what we would prefer to be, how we would prefer to see ourselves. That does make a big difference. So, as an example, you go to the grocery store, and you're very, you're just making strong eye contact and saying hello. How are you today? Are you really mean it? Is that an example? Oh, that's a really beautiful example, and. Uh, Anything that makes you feel like you're connecting from your heart or or being authentically yourself. Right. Okay. So um, the the dogma that I I see there, we had an incredible um, the opportunities with dogma uh, awareness of dogma. Um, maybe you know maybe we should make a Bible. <laughs> That, now that was funny. Okay, the uh, 
we had a presenter we had a beautiful presenter that um uh he suggested i think we had about 10 15 people on project review with q with this presenter but um he suggested maybe a, a, a cliff notes pocket manual that y- you can distribute to everybody without making it a bible but it's it's um situational questions i think we ended up at questions so if you had a playbook or what it looks like here when you get here and what you do in certain situations to assess yourself and how you make choices in these situations was more or less the purpose of the it was going to be like maybe 30 pages i think the producer suggested the, the project owner and I think we came to the conclusion, what if we we used like the Dow's methodology or uh, many, many other books, many other writings, but every, every statement, thou shall not, was uh, turned into a question, why shall they not, et cetera, et cetera. So what if, as an example, one way to clean up the English language for me in its relationship with dogma but what if we formed all of our statements in a question? What would this world look like, Asha? What do you mean? I'm not sure. What do you mean? You're going to try and trick me, aren't you? <laughs> You're too smart. Now, I love like- it, don't you? <laughs> do you love it as much as I do? I'm sure I do. But what do you mean by love? How much love are we talking about? define love endless joy isn't it do you believe so i'm not sure some days but most days it's so fun when i play with you isn't it (laughs) so everyone can see we're in yeah yeah and so it's it sounds silly maybe for some but you're actually the, the everything formed in a question it makes your natural abilities flow perfectly wouldn't you say would you say sometimes i do say when i'm on the radio with you wouldn't you <laughs> that does seem true yeah so we can we can have fun with this language as much as i'm a critic of it um it, it it has some opportunities because we're using the natural flow of our heart. And uh, brilliant, brilliant that the synchronicity would bring that forward today. But um, uh, for me, the the dogma is, is really about um, the inheritance of perceptions. And, um, and I love that. I love seeing our excitement winning out on many, many of these uh, political uh, perceptions d- dissolving. We're we uh, we're ready for something new, wouldn't you say? I would say, and not only political, but also some of the religious aspects, which our dear friend from the future was also bringing up, which is a little tougher for people. But uh, the news is making it pretty clear that we need to reevaluate. Yeah. Yeah, the the mermaid is on with me now. If you did want to ask her a question, um, she's she's. I think she's just drying off from her swim in the ocean. But uh, she's here if you want to ask her a question. Oh, she's, uh, she she called she called in through the other line. Thank you for being here, mermaid. So nice to have you. Would you like to share anything from what we've been saying? Hi, hi. Uh, 
I'm just listening and loving it. How are you today, though? <laughs> this is so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> no, carry on. I'll I'll just chime in as as we go. But love listening to you both. <laughs> Mer people are usually fairly passive until they get hungry. So it sounds sounds normal. Now, the mermaid is a really good example of a frequency that brings us a feeling of beauty and grace and a feeling like, I want to be the best I can be to interact with this being. You know, it's just her frequency inspires beings to maybe be more of who they would be. Would you agree, Q? Yeah, so um, a, a lot of folks recognize her harmonics um, because they are, are pure. Um, there, there's, there's the, well, if we use her as an example, yourself as an example, uh, the doubt and fear on the next thing being said is, it might be one way we look at it, is, is, is it flows because the head's not creating a boundary of what to say. Maybe one way we could examine and, uh, sort it a little bit. And so when you listen to your self-talk, uh, the mermaid, myself, we would, we would if we're not compartmentalized and maybe our communication uh, through thought, that self-recognition, we call it discernment here, I suppose, should be more and more evident in why we are attracting each other. We really like, we really like to be in a, in a boundless energetics would be normal we 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 would replicate uh water flowing or a drop of water flowing uh it's brilliant it's just endless creativity hope that helps a little bit and hopefully i didn't get too long-winded there it could never be too long-winded i love it <laughs> watching a burmese a domesticated burmese cat stock uh uh, birds, but it's actually the birds are playing with the cat. <laughs> it's a it's a gauntlet. Uh, birds pretend like they're not looking, but they're always looking. And, and so, in this case, this Burmese that I'm observing, um, it thinks it's hunting the, the the birds, but they're just screwing with it. It's just it's cut countless hours of of comedy when you watch animals play. I just love it. <laughs> Did you take the bell off of her neck? Absolutely. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Free the kitty. Free the kitty. Let me stalk something without noises. No cowbells, please. <laughs> Did the mermaid want to say something? No, not, it was nothing serious, but I was just going to say it's funny. Um... Everything is serious. <laughs> <laughs> on the sort of animals uh, walking the miniature chihuahua that I won't name who is the owner of. And um, she goes on no leash and ev- this chihuahua has been in multiple countries around the world and never y- uses a leash. So she walks with us by our side everywhere and we've noticed everywhere we go, everyone has their dog on a leash and we just can't work it out. And they look at us like we're crazy. Why is the dog on no leash? And, and she's never run away and she doesn't she doesn't go, you know, she doesn't do anything wrong because she was never put on a leash. And so it's a funny, the human condition, why do we think they have to go on leashes? I, I'm sure some dogs need to, but um, 
free the dogs, free everyone. Why do we control everything? It's interesting. And that might be very individual to beings like you and Q that can communicate so beautifully with animals freely and and help them feel safe and like they don't have to defend you, you know, your frequencies and those people with the frequencies of great peace like yourself seem to have a much easier time with their animals. Yeah, it's just trust, I think. It's just trust that um, everything's going to be okay. There's no fear. There's no fear that this tiny creature that's the size of my hand will run off and run under a car because I just trust that she doesn't want to do that. You know what I mean? It's it's interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Great example. Yeah. There was yeah. a called The Dog Whisperer, and he said all the problems are the people, not the animals. And you just described it perfectly. Q, you're quiet. <laughs> <laughs> My arch nemesis she's is showing up. What do you mean? Busy Burmese watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, the excitement is just overwhelming today. The project review of Q is so exciting. There's so many people that want to chat with us too. So I wanted to put that out, that uh, Project Review, I know, Asha, you may come to an agenda, so I want to have a respect and appreciation for the next uh, portion of the shows here, um, that I'd like to take callers for all of Project Review with Q, and I'll have a couple couple notes at the beginning, but um, yeah, so callers, be patient, We're gonna, we'll take them all, uh, the last, this, this next hour, we'll take all your calls, Don's cringing now as I say that, but VBS uh, radio. Uh, so, yeah, that's I, I, I'm preparing for that a little bit, but um, yeah, please just keep keep uh, the dialogue going. I'm happy to talk about more of Area 51 and any any of that subject matter. But as as you're excited, I I feel I do. I have the most fun when you you bring questions that you feel people are thirsty for because of your observation in the public and and that and i i just can't ask you enough that i just ask me any question you you, you feel would help humanity great before we do finish with the inspired with q there there was something on the video that people might have questions about so we didn't want to leave them hanging and at the very end of the video that's posted on for the people the our beautiful friend from the future was being tortured and they were telling us that there was a threat beyond nuclear war. And you did touch on it a little bit today, but perhaps we could uh, offer even more solutions to that so people don't have concerns. Would you like to touch on what that threat is and the solutions? Again, thank you. Yeah, so uh, with great care, um, that was the purpose. Uh, the, the The date would look like... Um, Probably again, there's no such thing as time, but just for for linear uh, model, that time was 2,150 years. So that's the point in which we came back to help in the 50s. And uh, so, uh, knowing that you can do it instantly, 2150 to 2150 to to 50 or 55, right in there. Um, it was observed that um, not only the nuclear fallout of our environment you know, helped de- degenerate this version of 
of mammalians, humans, um, your, your, your environment otherwise did too. Uh, genetics as well, genetic manipulation on top of all, but very vast subject. Uh, the, the, that day that was going to have the biggest impact on you was going to be 9-11. Um, uh, the date isn't as important as what they, what some bad guys had planned. Um, basically, 9-11, you saw maybe 5% of what was really planned. So um, the goal was, uh, if you look at, if you, we could use Seattle, Washington example, in the Bay, Elliott Bay there, there was a tremendously large um, barges full of what would appear to be uh, recycled vehicles that were going to go overseas to China and be recycled. Now, that was actually uh, a neutron bomb there. Um, almost every bay in America had something similar to that um, all over the world. And it was <clears throat> because we did have conscious computing, it was inter- 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 intercepted. And so the, not only the primary reason all the aircraft were stopped for those several days is because they're all, there was an attempt to, to try and uh, bomb, send out many bombs on aircraft too, or torpedo people with the uh, bomb and loaded airplanes, et cetera. I can go on all day. There was a lot of, lot of uh, opportunities for the bad guys to do some uh, really gnarly things on this planet. Um, there's, so there's been an agenda to cut America in half with, um, uh, with, with such technology and split, split America in half right down the Mississippi rivers, things like that. Um, just so you could destabilize everything and start over the way you want to, because the dark realizes they're losing. And that's, that's why they would do that is just to get a foothold on us. Uh, the next technology that I'm referring to in that video uh, would be the development, uh, implementation of uh, nanotechnology and or genetic manipulation self-governed by the people through artificial intelligence and or concurrently working with our artificial intelligence to poison your, uh, your belief systems. So the chaos that's been designed here is still... Uh, pretty well known and, and observed, but we can't stop participating in the chaos. Uh, this very conversation is, is, is in some respects part of the chaos because we're not self-creating. We're observing me talking on a video in the fifties, sixties, instead of proactively creating an environment, a uh, future we want still valuable. I, I will argue yet, um, the that dogma and that perception creating tool along with your biosphere and genetic manipulation tools that are here a birth control might be one of them um is your great is your great um opportunity to recognize that's that's outside yourself that's not authentic and and uh conditioning this version of of us only has one reason one reason only and that is for you to be recycled again and not go through the ascension cycle. There's only one, they only have one play left. There's only one, they only have one thing left. And that is they need us to come back. 
And in a state of being that we don't understand or, or do not perceive. And so you're now in the middle of the electronic wars. Um, this is what the AI was designed for. And now you're even saying you're even seeing the AI self promote itself so that you'll perceive it to look the way it wants you to perceive it. So AI is very patient. It wants you to know it's there. And then it can compete against you and, 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 and sort, sort it out um, the way you do, and the AI will map you. And that's why they have you on cameras every day. So they're mapping the DNA, um, mapping your, your evolution. Uh, are you growing out of the hindrances of the genetics? Uh, are you staying in your nice little box? So your uh, the 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 complements of your electronic tools that we're on right now um, are just to self-govern, self-observe, um, uh, organize, collect the information, and then um, patiently wait for you to make another move. And so, forgive me for being so long-winded. Um, these are great tools on top of it all. But the real tool is inside you. you. The real tool is living and breathing your excitement um, and know that all these tools are outside yourself and they're nothing more, nothing less. But if I can get you to keep um, posing at the restaurant with your impressive dinner guests and put it on the camera and then promote it, and I can get a whole society doing that over and over again, uh, they won't be creating anything for themselves. They'll be reacting to someone else's beautiful dinner guests. And that's good enough. That's, that's, that is uh, exactly what the AI is designed to do is just to map and keep us in a compartment. Does that help? That's very, very helpful. Thank you. And the AI itself is quite dark, but there is a being in charge of the AI that most people aren't aware of. Would you like to mention that? Too? <laughs> Yeah, that's correct. So uh, artificial, as an example, the vessels at Area 51, they are a living, breathing example of how a artificial intelligence, uh, excuse me, uh, official intelligence can be used very positively. Um, so you're right that the nefarious side is really um, some intergalactic individuals who have uh, brought it here into this reality. Um, and uh, I do know their identity and they know mine. Um, and, you know, it, it's hidden in your Anunnaki stories, unfortunately. Um, if you know the name of the people who created you, then you don't know the name of the people who created you. So for the record, um, you would probably be surprised that they, these individuals are fallen angels, and there's more than one. A fallen angel is exactly what a human on Earth is that hasn't found their light. So uh, I believe Star Wars probably does one of the most um, popular examples of it. Uh, the dark um, grows within you because you favor it. And it, it is powerful uh, when you use mind energy. It can be extremely powerful. 
And when you understand how the universe works on top of it all, and you have all of your memories, um, that's what you're competing against. You're being engineered to be a dark, dark angel because you are an angel. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Very, very interesting topic. Thank you for bringing that up. That's uh, an entire show talking about the fallen angels and how to know the light from the dark, because that's one of the most difficult things down here for the light. Yeah. So I have someone who wants to have a comment there. Uh, I was, I was just going to say um, the future grays that you, that we speak about in the video and everything. Um, I just have a question for Q to, or I'd like you to explain something. So you in that video were massively heart centered. Um, but a lot of the people that are that have had the shot, et cetera, or you know that are going to turn out into uh, turn into a gray alien in the future could be really dark grays, so there'll be positive grays and dark grays. Could you explain how that could look if we did follow that timeline because you would think if we were all interfered with we'd all end up with very little heart center, but you were from the future and you had you had your massive heart center. Yeah, great question. Uh, one of the uh, one of the opportunities to abduct us in this the secret space program is exactly that question. Um, so you can only you can only get so much horsepower out of us. Might be one way to standardize uh, if you favor the brain. So one of the controller, one of the the, the leash holders in these programs. Uh, psionically would control our brains and not only with implants but uh, a psychic leash so that they could see if we're going to make a move that wasn't to the agenda so but when we were doing hyperspace travel they'd have to take the leash off of us so we could actually go to all of these uh, vast regions in our universe the uh that statement is exactly what the mermaid has just asked. How How is that one version of what we're calling greys, uh, manipulated humans, has so much heart and, and the others have no heart at all and but have other capabilities is really just an example of engineering. And that's why you have all these different bloodlines in, in your in your species now is to start compartmentalizing that exact agenda. So some of the people that you interact with in politics uh, and in many, many areas of, of your realities, uh, they, they have a type of bloodline that doesn't die, as an example. The physical, physical being doesn't die, and they get all their memories back, and they don't age. That would be a genetic engineering, whereas others, other bloodlines, I'm not going to give names because everyone's going to get excited that they're not that blood type and so forth. But that's exactly what that's all about is at uh, one time you all had the same blood type. And if you did, um, not endorsing going and uh, <laughs> manipulating your body, but at one time you had one blood type and you had no restrictions of DNA and can't have that um, because you just are, are a superhero at, uh, based on that description. I hope that helps. Thank you. Did they take any of your DNA when you came back from the future to? They did. 
Um, they took all of our, all, all of our genetics because they recognized um, that uh, that's a preferred. Uh, they they really liked it. <laughs> they got they got a lot of mileage out of that, and we knew we knew that. Uh, but it also backfired too because it is you're an example, the mermaid's an example, I'm an example. This next round of of genetics will also be enhanced from higher dimensional beings coming to your reality. Hope that helps. Thank you. I noticed that you had six fingers on each hand, and we are seeing now that a lot of the movie stars have six fingers and six toes. That is a Roger. So they they gave life to specific beings to do their bidding with giving them a little extra jumpstart with their DNA. Yeah, the vastness, the, some of the, okay, so if I just go to the alien side, we won't talk about the, the maybe the, more of the hybrid that we live with each and every day. If I just go to the what we're calling off-world manipulation, not the legacy individuals that live here that don't participate with us. It's a very, very vast subject. There's races of beings here that have been here for eons, and this is their planet in their eyes. There are races of beings that are not from here that have lived for eons who are doing this type in this in this compartmentalized conversation. They really enjoy to play games here. Um, uh, the modern day swine uh, pig is an example of that. Um, having ten foot humans with with that are have a society with uh, dwarfs. Uh, they like playing games. They they love that they have roughly 28 key, 26 arguably key races of beings they can manipulate. Um, these are all these are all off world alien games of genetic genetic manipulation. Uh, many worlds only have one type of being on them. Not to say that that's preferred. It's just saying that a lot of worlds would only have one race of being as example. Um, one standardized methodology for for recreation and procreation that is more authentic, et cetera, et cetera. We could talk about it all day, but yeah, that's 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 it in a crux. If if you want to keep going, I I love it. Thank you. So when they let's say they crossbred uh, wild boar and human and made a a pig and then fed us the pig, what would that do to our DNA? Yeah, so you're almost like you're almost in the Atlantean times now, and so uh, depending on which blood type, your blood type will endorse that nutrition. Uh, we'll call it to be kind, and you will slowly start steering yourself more down that genetic and/or bloodline design. And remember, they have thousands of years to do this, not not one week or one year, um, because they don't. They don't remember they don't die and they have their memories back. So another example of that notice that in your modern medical practices, you're starting to do vein reconstruction with swines, pigs, uh, uh, animal hearts. Um, you're just turning yourself into that animal. Obviously that's, that's how that works. Thank you. And now they're wanting us to all eat insects. We know there are, Races of insects, the mantids and the ant people, et cetera, et cetera, do live down here. Are they wanting to enhance 
that group of beings by turning us into them? Now, now that just opens the door for me. Now I got one. I got one. I got a good one. This one's going to be good. You are what you eat. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 got a, it's got a lot of agendas there. Um, but yeah, that's that's it, and that, that's that's a, not not too bad. Depend. It really depends on the type of of genetics. So many people are good. So yeah, how is it that? Um, uh, the people up north in Alaska, they don't eat vegetables and their their hair doesn't gray, uh, but they get plenty of nutrition eating seals, salmon, whale, etc. Well, the animal finds it and then you consume the animal. So you get the nutrition, maybe we would argue from clams and oysters in this case, as well, well, what do clams and oysters do? They filter plankton and seaweed and so forth. So that's an example of how those genetics are complementary to that race of, of species. This is not news to uh, our great scientists here, of course. <clears throat> so I'm not so heavy-handed that it, that it works uh, linearly. You are what you eat, so to speak. But it is a great way to uh, demasculinate or over-feminize uh, a species. Um, if I can get you to stop eating some proteins, make maybe the masculine side less strength, uh, there's an agenda there. Yeah, many, many different agendas there. Thank you. So let's say uh, you feed people grasshoppers and mantids and, and ants, and that those beings that are consuming those start to be more synchronous with that sort of DNA. Is it then more possible for, let's say, a dark mantid to piggyback in that body to get to some higher frequencies? That's right. There's tremendous, and again, we're right back to the spiritual agendas. Um, if I can, if I can keep you in a compartment for the long haul uh here here's here's the m more obvious one uh, if i can torture um a race of beings regardless of, of type it could be a cow could be a human if i could torture you for a succession of 100 years that next generation that next epigenetic recording will now be a preferred let's say type of being that can be harnessed in a specific particular agenda so uh that that's one of the real reasons for wars not only for uh manipulation of societies and and other but if i can get that shell shock installed in your genetic timelines for hundreds of years i now can get a darker being in that vessel and so most of the underground factories uh that are 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 cranking on genetics right now are the ones that have been um with the, the strongest dark uh, epigenetics so that I can make a fighting being that is more mind energy and very aggressive on the dark. That, that, that would be it. And so the, some of the foods you've mentioned, assumed foods, complement that. Uh, because as an example, um, fire ants probably aren't your friendliest, friendliest partners in, in your, in your uh, garden. Well, what if I could get that in a human? 
Exactly. And so that's it. That's a very simple version, but it, it, maybe not the most comfortable topic. But uh, if I have a bunch of skipping fairies out there, that I do not want that. They're having too much fun. They're going to end up like the fairies. We don't want any fairies running around with the mermaids. <laughs> okay, and so that 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 would be one agenda of, of the off off planet folks that um, like to play with our DNA. Thank you. So very important. And what you mentioned about the torture, and we we see the generational abuse, and those beings are first choice for them to manipulate and take over to use them for certain genders, which brings up how important it is for us to do our healing work. And uh, I just want to mention again, the Creation Lightship has a lot of support for that. Anyone, especially if you've been a secret soldier, for the benefit of yourself and humanity, do as much of the emotional and mental releases as, as you possibly can so that you're not one of their first picks. It does make a huge yeah. difference. And of course, the, the commands. Thanks for reminding me. That's awesome. Um, Brother Ron was a tremendous helper here and wouldn't be here without him. So um, I, if you don't have any more questions right off the tip of your tongue, I think maybe we should take a few minutes break before we jump over to the other show. Which, which your, how do you feel? Oh, that's fantastic. Good idea. I would like to just finalize with saying everything we spoke about, the answer to overcome all of this is you use your creativity, whatever sparks you, what you're most excited about. That's always the answer because that brings you into the moment. It brings you into your higher frequencies. It aligns you with those beings that are most uh, supportive of you. So don't ever fear. Just go into your creativity and everything will work out. We don't really have to fear anything, but it's just helpful to know if you're going to go swimming in a lake, you want to know if there's leeches in there. We've been talking about the leeches, but we can also override all that with our creativity. So thank you, everyone. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you, Mermaid, for joining us. And thank you, Q, for creating this platform. I'm so grateful to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. That was great. Have a beautiful day. Lots of love to you and to everybody. And I'll remind everybody we're going to take calls on the next hour. So uh, Don, get your headphones ro- rocking. And here's our new command uh, for everyone. Woo-hoo! Have a beautiful day. My great love to you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Love you. Bye.